0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the 195 Towns Podcast. I appreciate y'all rocking with me for another week. So I I did something I don't normally do, and I know it's you know it's bad hosting, but it's, it's partially my own fault. I checked, I checked the numbers, right? How many people are downloading? How many people are listening to this? You know, just to see where I'm at, and I was surprised. Like, people are kind of. People listen to this. Not a lot. I don't want y'all not doing, you know, it's the read Joe button, like those kind of numbers. Like it's not, it's not that, but you know, it's triple digits, you know, decent triple digit number, which, you know, compared to the 17 people listen to the first podcast. I mean, this is basically like Coachella for me. So, um, I'm pleased about that. So I appreciate it. Consistency is key. I'm definitely trying to be more, not trying, I am being more consistent putting stuff out there. So, you know, thank you. I appreciate it. But anyway, so, you know, in in this week's, you know, travel follies, I'm out in Jersey. And I'm in Newark's airport. And I get an alert on the way to the airport. Like, as soon as I'm leaving work, hey, flight's been delayed. How long is the flight delay? I don't know. Get another alert, look in there, push back two hours. Supposed to leave at 6.30. Not leave until 9.30. Excuse me, 8.30. I'm like, all right. Two hours, it's not the best, but it's not the worst. Get to the airport, return a rental car, you know, do all that. Look down at the app again. Delta test, hey, 8.30, who was just playing? It's really 9.40 now. I'm ah, 40. Now it's raining crazy as hell. So I get it, right? Like, I'm not mad. Like, I get it. You can't take off in this kind of weather. Understandable. So, you know, I go to the airport and, you know, one thing leads to another. I end up in the Sky Club, right? So I'm in the Sky Club. And for those who don't know, the Sky Club is basically just a spot where, you know, if by some measure you. Have an opportunity to pay a decent amount of money, and you get access to the spot in the airport. They got drinks, they got food, and by food, it's light hors d'oeuvres, right? It's free Wi-Fi, good Wi-Fi. That's key. You know, TVs, that kind of thing. You know, it's it's a real it's a real nice setup. It's almost always exclusively lily white in there. Um, but you know, other than that, it's it's a real nice setup. It's a nice place, comfortable chairs. People are nice enough, nice views, whatever. So I go in there. First of all, it's a line to get in. I've never seen a line to get in the Sky Club, but, you know, it is what it is. It's a ground stop. Nothing's moving, coming in or out, so I get it. People want to chill. So, you know, I go and uh, take a seat, find a seat, Chilling. Pull out my work laptop, figure I get on top of a few emails since I spent the last hour and a half driving and a monsoon to get here, and you know, typing whatever. So I'm like, you know, I'm hungry. I'm gonna go over here, give you something to eat. So you know, go over there, checking it out. You know, some cucumbers, carrots. You know, move my way over to to the hot bar section, and there's a few people in front of me, so I'm waiting in line for for. For the tomato bisque as, as any real nigga would be And so I'm next for the tomato bisque You know It's looking good You know you gotta dress it Cause you know that shit bland So you know you gotta You gotta put a little bit of something in it You know some salt, pepper You know spice it up So I got my condiments ready All the necessary For the tomato bisque And Dude's in front of me He's taking his time Whatever and so another guy, another white guy just walks up and he stands, he's right next to me, but in between me and the tomato bisque. And I'm like, yo, I know he's not about to go for the soup and he sees there's clearly a cue. There's a line, right? Now I am the last person in the line, but there's a line nonetheless, right? I've got my headphones in. He doesn't say anything. I mean, he looks over and kind of gives me a goofy little smile, um. And so the guy in front of me finally puts the the ladle back in there, steps away. I go to step up, he comes right in front of me. He comes right in front of me, and they're gonna turn around. Oh, did you are were you getting the soup? Motherfucker, you know I was getting the soup. Don't play with me. You know, I already gotta be here three more hours than than I should be. Don't don't act like that. But see, this is the smooth part though, where I was disrespected and I said yes, I was going for the soup. I was next in line. But this is where he was in his game. He asked me if I was in line for the soup, right? Apologizing as he's scooping the soup into his bowl, right? So it's like he's apologizing, but really saying, fuck you at the same time. I'm getting this soup. You stand behind me, boy, and wait on the soup. And At this point, I didn't even want the soup no more. I got the soup, but I didn't want it no more. And yes, the soup was good. I say all that to say, if you're ever cut in line in the Sky Club, act the damn fool. All right. And if they start scooping the shit while you're standing there, knock the shit out their hand. All right. We're not going for this no more. I'm I'm tired of it. White folks really just be cutting in front of you in line and just don't even be. Oh, you were in line for the soup. and didn't even notice. Oh, my God. Yeah, fuck you. So anyway, that was my. Newark experience, sat down, you know, did some more work, got on the plane, got home. But anyway, my travel story for the week, I'm sure I'll have one next week, because, you know, this, it just keeps going, and there's no end in sight, but anyway, enough of that. Today's episode, I really, um, you know, it was a lot going on, so I recorded this one um, not too long ago, but, you know, all the stuff, stuff is still happening in DR, I talk about it, so it might be like, you know, at the time recording, you know, I, I think we knew about eight people, now it's up to nine, somebody else, you know, went down there and died, I saw another dude went down there, was trying to get lipo, and he was trying to be, a, he was just trying to live a hot girl summer, he was trying to be a bad bitch for the summer, you know, RIP to him, but yeah, DR is crazy, so if y'all going down there, You know, stay safe. Just drink a lot of bottled water. You know, do do all that. All right. Yo, what's going on everybody, I appreciate y'all coming back and rocking with me for another episode We got a lot to get to today It's been it's been real hot in these travel streets the last couple of weeks You know, first first Trump, you thought you was going to Cuba You thought, shut that shit down, quick You know, DR, they wild and you gotta stay sober out there You know, niggas getting called monkeys in Airbnbs You know, rolling loud, artists are shooting at each other you know all types of shit going on, but you know we're gonna we're gonna get to all that you know, but but first you know i I just had to let y'all in you know behind the behind the mic a little bit, so I started a new job, and in this new job, I'm doing a good bit of traveling, and by a good bit, I mean weekly, so you know, I'm flying out Monday morning coming back on Thursday evening, standard consulting schedule, so you know, I start a little consulting travel gig it's cool um. Client is cool, work is cool, that's fine. But yo, I forgot how crazy Atlanta Hartsfield Jackson is on a Monday morning. Two Mondays ago, I pull up. First of all, first of all, excuse me, I didn't pull up to a damn thing. We inched up in the Uber. Ever so, so gently inched up to where the Uber driver could drop me off and I had to fight my way through a mountain of people. And, you know, it's the summertime, right? So you got a lot of a lot of groups, a lot of business travelers, a lot of kids. You know, I had to fight through a mission trip group because, you know, they was taking their sweet time. I, I don't care that you're going for a mission. I need to move, please. I, I need to get, I got a place to be. I need to get to this gate. You know, get to, you know, the pre-check line. And pre-check, it ain't shit no more. Like, when I first got pre-checked, around 2013 2014 something like that pre-check was lit you know you show up to the airport um, majority of the airports had it right so it was something that a lot of the major airports had Chicago Atlanta LAX all of those and then the smaller airports were slowly getting them so you would show up to the airport walk straight to the front there's nobody in the pre-check line maybe some business folks you don't have to take off your shoes your belt your laptop it's great throw it on from the time you drop the car off till you get to the gate, 20 minutes. Easy. But now, everybody got pre-checked. I'm not expecting any sympathy from anybody. You know, because me sitting here talking about how it's a struggle to get through the pre check line at Hartsfield on a Monday morning. I, You know, I know there's only but so much sympathy for that. My other consultants can... You know other people that work in that in that business travel world, you know, maybe y'all we can have a good cry together. But I know the vast majority of y'all like Evan, shut up. We we don't care. But let me let me tell you about why you should care. Why does it not matter? Why does my pre check not matter when I show up and it's longer than the standard security line? Why are they forcing me? They they're pretty much forcing me to get clear. Like it, it it's it's forced me to get clear and I don't know if clear is that much better. You know, they line belong too. I feel like they take a fingerprint. I don't know for what, you know, and then the the regular security line still be long, you just gotta take the laptop out, you gotta do you know, I don't I, I don't wanna do all that. You know, I don't wanna do all that. But let me give y'all some free game right here. I told you if you if if you come in here looking for, oh, I'm going to get five tips on how to have a successful apple-picking trip to Vermont. This is not the place. But I got some free game right here. If you are traveling to Hartsfield on a Monday morning for work, let me tell you what you need to do. Going to domestic uh, departures, south Side terminal, that's a rookie move. That shit is dead. Don't do that no more. What you need to do. I need to, make, I need to get back on YouTube and make a video about this. Like the five tips on how to successfully navigate Hartsfield for anybody. Not just business travel, for anybody. But, you know, I'm specifically talking to people who got to come in, you know, or leave out. Even if you're not on business. Even if you had just a long weekend and you're leaving on Monday morning and heading back to wherever you're going. Don't go to the domestic terminal. What you do, you have your friend, you know, mom, dad, Uber, Lyft driver, whatever you have them drop you off over on the international side. You go to the international terminal. Line is so much shorter, non-existent, especially in the morning. Get over there, go through the gate, boom, 10 15 minutes. You already hitting the sky train to your gate. So take that with you. No, don't don't do that. Don't go to the domestic south, head to the international terminal if there's a lot of traffic and you'll be straight. You know, you just head over there. And, uh, you know, it's a, a domestic departure. They're not going to say anything to you. You can just head over there and go ahead and, and, and go on about your business. So, you know, take that as as a nugget from this podcast. But anyway, so I've been traveling for work. I've been going to, uh, to New Jersey. Um, and not like, you know, Hoboken or staying up close to this, you know, Manhattan or nothing like that. Nah, I'm down like South, South Jersey, like Trenton. You know, basically, basically Philly, no man's land in New Jersey. It's crazy. Like it's, you know, Princeton is there, you know, which I guess is cool. I ain't finna go over there and, and do nothing. But I mean, I guess it's cool to say Princeton is over there. But this is the thing when you get in different regions of the country. I don't know if this is all over or if this is just in uh, New Jersey. But in New Jersey, you can't make left hand turns down here. So if you're coming down the street and you're like, oh, I need to get some gas. This a gas station over there. Nah, ain't no left. You got to go make a right and then go in a circle and then come around and then make a left some kind of other way and then get to the gas station. I think it might be like that in, in Detroit or something like that, too. But I don't get that. You know, any, any engineers or traffic folk or whoever, feel free to write in and explain to me why well, that's a good idea because I don't damn understand it. Okay, I just need to be able to make a left. Put a left hand, turn the lane in there so I can turn. I don't want to have to go and make a right just to make a left. What's wrong with y'all? Anyway, traveling for work is cool. You know, trying to rack up these, these sky miles, some hotel points. You know, trying to live that that fake, uh, you know, travel influencer lifestyle. But we're going to get there. We're going to get there. So... Your boy, Trump, really, it's been, it's been eventful last couple of weeks. These travel streets is hot. You know what I'm saying? Listen to me now. They hot. You was going to Cuba? Nah, you ain't going to Cuba no more. You know, and, and, and Cuba was getting a lot. People was eating off those cruise ships, Carnival, Norwegian, Royal Caribbean, all that. Hitting that down in Fort Lauderdale. You go down there I, 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 with the homies or whatever for the weekend, hop on a cruise ship. Going down to, you know, the Bahamas, get you a little stop, you know, in Havana. Say you've been there before, take a little picture in front of the the old-ass car, right? Or in Revolution uh, Square Plaza, whatever it's called, in front of in front of Chavez. You know, it's good. Hop back on the cruise ship, come home, get you some Hennessy White. It's a good trip, right? You know, you got the white hand that's procured for friends and family. All right, so you're good. No more of that. All over some, polit- you know, this This ain't CNN. I'm not Wolf Blitzer, but all over some political shit. Like, that's you know rolling back Obama era pilot. We're not going to get into all that, but it's crazy, right? And, and what's really messed up is my mom had a, uh, a trip scheduled to Cuba um, for, I think she was going sometime in July. So she was going on a cruise. With some of her girlfriends was going down there, you know, hit Cuba. But nah, I'd be tight. And so imagine if you on the ship, you know, you you ready to go. You know, some of y'all might have been down there with a group of your friends. Y'all done coordinated the outfits. Y'all got, you know, your special hue of tan picked out, right? You know, you were searching high and low on Fashion Nova, man, and Fashion Nova for this outfit. You finally picked it out, right? Y'all coordinated. You got the shoes. You got the hat. All that. You know. Y'all supposed to dock in Havana in four hours. Next thing you know, Captain, come on like, yeah. We're going to go ahead and divert to Nassau. You know, it ain't it ain't Havana, but, you know, y'all voted for him. So what are we going to do? It's this y'all president? Now you got to go ahead and take that picture. You know, the picture ain't going to hit right. You know, because you, you were supposed to be standing in front of a 57 pink Cadillac taking the picture. Now you're just standing, you know. On some fake little manufactured rustic beach with some Bahamian people standing behind you, you know doing they thing it don't hit the same it don't hit the same and shout out to the Bahamian people too, right you know taking care taking care of everybody when they come down there uh, on those cruise ships, you know to the Bahamas and all of that but yeah, Trump shut that shit down you know if you've been listening to this podcast long enough you know you know my Cuba travel story and what a debacle it was and all of its glory. So, you know, getting rained on I'm not going to go back into it. It's, it's in one of the earlier episodes. If you want to hear it, uh, talking about solo travel, go ahead and and, and check that one back out. But yeah, my solo trip to Cuba wasn't the greatest, but I did want to go back though. Like, you know, I'm supposed to have a family reunion going back there next year. I don't know if I was necessarily gonna go, but I know they wanted to go. But nah, shut that shit down. And Cuba, you know, it's 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 a really nice looking place. It's like a time machine. You know, everything is is, is old, but it's it's dope. Like the people are really nice. The food is excellent. Um, so you know, it's a shame that Trump had to go ahead and shut that shit down. But you know. Hopefully, when the next president gets in there, everything will uh, will take a turn. So you know, we'll we'll figure this Cuba thing out eventually. But while we're figuring the Cuba thing out, also please try to figure out how the hell not to go to the DR. Y'all keep y'all asses out from the DR, drinking that bullshit uh, Fugazi bootleg ass liquor. See, I knew it. When I saw those people, and you know, rest in peace to them, it's a terrible thing to lose your life over that. But when I saw all that stuff happening, I was like, man, I I bet it's the liquor. I bet it's the liquor. And sure enough, it came out like, yeah, it's the liquor. Matter of fact, I read something in the New York Post, like an article, a little earlier. And it was saying, I can't remember the time frame. I think it might have been over the past couple of years. There've been four hundred incidents of people getting sick at that one resort down there in DR. That one resort, right? No, a lot. I take it back. I think it's been across several resorts. But you know, people died at the other one. But shit, it don't <laughs> it don't get no worse than that, right? You go down there thinking about to have a good time, you drink that uh, that bullshit Hennessy, and that's the last good time y'all ass ever had. So we gotta be careful, man. We you know that's that's the thing of that about these all-inclusives, and I don't know if it ranges, like, all, you know, the more expensive the all-inclusive is, the safer it is, or whatever, but, you know, if you head in the DR, you know, be safe, you know, try to get your, get your shit at duty-free, I know that defeats the purpose of going to all-inclusive, but, you know, spend that extra couple hundred dollars and come back alive, we don't need nobody, you know taking the 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 most dramatic L, right? Saving a few dollars, and you know what people are going down there and, and going through drinking this alcohol. So please don't do not do that. And, fellas, I know y'all, you know, it's bachelor party, birthday, uh, and just all around have a good time, season down there in DR, right? Because y'all not going to the all-inclusives. I ain't going to blow the spot up, but, fellas, y'all not going to the all-inclusives. All right, so go ahead. Get the duty free. Y'all pull your money together. Get that handle of Jack. Get the hand. You know, get the Siroc. All, all the necessary all to go with it. And bring that on over to the, uh, to the little spot y'all rented. And have a good time with that. And then once that run out, just go to the liquor store. No need to be staying in the all-inclusives. You know, or, or, or taking liquor from uh, any quote-unquote tour guides. You know, y'all meet down there now. Nah, just go ahead and get your own because it's, it's hot down there. And then, you know, if speaking of, and then not, not only if the liquor don't get you hell, you seen my boy David Ortiz, they tried to assassinate him. They tried to put the head out on, on Big Poppy, No pun intended. Thankfully, he, he survived. You know what's crazy about that? Like, you know, David Ortiz from Dominican, that's his hometown and everything. Bro, I've heard stories about how, DR is literally like on some wild, wild west shit. Once you get, like, really into into DR, like, it's it's, it's nice on the resorts when they're not trying to kill you with, uh, with bootlegs or rock. But other than that, you know, it's nice out there. But other than that, you gotta you gotta really watch out when you in DR. And they they tried to touch my boy Big Poppy. I know he's like a king down there. And it was all over a chick. Cause they said you know I'm I'm not one to gossip. However, they said he was messing with some drug dealer's wife, or somebody's girl, somebody that was not David Ortiz's wife, and whoever that woman was, their significant other found out. Next thing you know, it's a ticking on him, and they go into a blundered assassination attempt. You know, Big Poppy. Luckily, he's doing alright. That shit crazy. Like, Big Poppy was really out here trying to have a city girl summer down at home. He was really down there just trying to live his best life. You got to be careful. You know, you got to be careful out here. Them circles that David Ortiz run in, and the type of women that uh, he dealing with, you know, it's a very small circle. And and, and generally, the people who who got the women ain't going to take too kindly. You know, to you running up on them, especially when you David Ortiz. You know, there has got to be a lot of jealous people down there, Um, In DR that you know went, you know, came to America, made nine figures, you know, and you just out here. So yeah, you again. I'm just saying, watch yourself when you in DR because these travel streets, these travel streets abroad, hell, and international, ain't safe. They they are not safe, and shit. So, the travel streets ain't safe out there in the DR. We know that. You can't go to Cuba. And now even the Airbnbs ain't safe. Come on now. Y'all seen the video on, on Instagram, Twitter, where the, uh, where the guys were staying in the Airbnbs somewhere in New York. And uh, a little Asian woman came up to him talking crazy. talking about which monkey gonna sleep on the sofa? Real bold. Which monkey gonna sleep on the sofa? You know, I don't condone hitting women, but I would have had to call somebody. Like, the the this monkey that's going to beat your ass, that's the one that's going to sleep in the sofa. You got to call your, your homegirl over there. Handle that. You don't put your hands on it, but you got to, you know, you got to let her know that shit ain't sweet. We can't have that. Mm-mm. Which monkey going? I got your monkey. Okay. Okay, I hear all that. I got your monkey. Nah, man, we got to. You know, when we traveling, that's one thing, like, you know, I love Airbnb HomeAway. It's a lot of, you know, travel services out here that that look out for you, providing you housing and stuff like that. And generally, like, I've stayed in Airbnbs. I know plenty of people that stayed, stayed in Airbnbs. And, you know, you had a pretty good experience. But, you know, we got to we gotta start utilizing other resources. I know um, there was a spot called Inclusive, like inn Inclusive. That was like a black... You know, home sharing, similar to Airbnb and all that, but it was like a a black version. Um, I don't know if that ever got off the ground. I'm sure it did. I just haven't been back to the site in a good little minute to check it out. But yeah, we got to start utilizing that stuff because these, bro, these folks, like all all people of color are not created equal. These folks really out here talking crazy to us after we paid our good hard earned money. To stay in a spot, you know, nah, we can't, we can't take that, man. We can't take that. And you know, Airbnb is like when I'm traveling with a group, that's my favorite way to kick it is in the Airbnb because you got everybody there, and everybody can co mingle in like the living room, kitchen area, and then y'all go back. Everybody can just, just chill. But nah, nah, we can do that. It's a lot of the places we can do that, and it don't need to be, um, folks out there. Talking to us crazy, paying our money for all that. I'll, you know, stay at a at a, at a hotel. <laughs> Although, <laughs> if you stay at a hotel, you know it's you know they they can trip too. Like my like little homie on Twitter, it's above me now. You know they can talk to you crazy there, even if you work in there, stay in there. But nah, man, we gotta do something about that. But yeah, I think uh, I just went to the website. It's up. Check out inclusive. Um, it's like homes. They got experiences. All that other type of stuff So yeah, check them out Cause um You know, when you go in You know, you're having a nice little trip To Miami You don't always have to stay In the Marriott or Airbnb You know Shout with your people You know Miami is a great segue Into, you know I forgot about this actually It's been a while Obviously since I talked to y'all So I went to Rolling Loud Early May Man, Rolling Loud that weekend kicked my ass. It did. Rolling Loud was—I don't want to say I'm getting too old for this shit, but damn, that was a lot. You know, I had—you know—we got there first. Let me let me set the scene up for you. So, pull up the Rolling Loud, right with my girl. We get there. She forgets her wristband. We have to go to the will call line. Now, anybody that has been was been to Rolling Loud, you know, in the past couple of years, you know what the venue was set up like. And when we walked through those gates and saw that will call line, let me tell you something. I almost wanted to get on a plane to come back home. I swear, that will call line. It had to be, it, h- it had to be like at least a quarter of a mile. Not, uh, I kid you not, it had to be a quarter of a mile. One lap around the track. It had to be that. We was walking forever. I had to stop and look to make sure that we were still going to stand in the right line. That's how long that motherfucker was. But, you know, stood in the line, got the wristband. After a lot of, uh, yeah, got the wristband, you know. So, what you gonna do? Go in there, sense is cool. You know, Cardi B, like to see that. You know, had the VIP, sprung for the VIP this year. Didn't want to do the general pop just because I'm old and I need a place to sit down. You know, the the, the general mission was cool, but, you know, when I got to go to the bathroom... And when I got to sit down, I need to be able to do that. And let me tell you something, the bathrooms and the VIP, it was worth the extra extra little tax they put on the ticket. It was worth that. Nice ass bathroom, no porta potty. Nice little bathroom they had, a situation going on over there, food vendors, all that. But anyway, so, you know, Rolling Loud, it, it, it took a lot of artists out. Like, I think uh, NBA Youngboy might still be in jail. They locked up Kodak Black uh, down there. Lil Wayne didn't perform. You know he got mad cause he they was trying to search him when he was going to step on stage. Yeah, you know, Rolling Loud was 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 quite the experience. Quite the experience. I, I I missed Megan Thee Stallion had some some stuff going on the last day. Ended up missing missing her. was not really you know. Excited to see Kid Cudi, so I, I could have missed that. All oh, honestly, I don't know how he headlined over Cardi B, but you know, I'm not a promoter. That's neither here nor there. But yeah, Rolling Loud, and, and then the fake active shooter. Forgot about the fake active shooter. Saturday, out there, chilling. What was that Friday? Don't matter. One of the days we out there. We stand in a little. The 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 way they had it structured. Was like you know you walk into the venue, and it's at the Dolphins Stadium. Dolphins and the University. I think the University of Miami and the Dolphins play there. One of them, um, Hard Rock Stadium down in Miami. So you walk in and it's you know big open area. You got the Ferris wheel, vendors, uh, stages, all of that. So you walk all the way across right it's the the main stage, and then you go into. The VIP area. Real cool little VIP area. They got chairs. Then Liv set up a, 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 a VVIP area. They had like their own club. Um, you know, tables were starting at like 5,000, 10,000. Nah, ain't that ain't the one for me, dog. That ain't the one. Anyway, so you got the little area. It's roped off with like some gates or whatever. We standing back there, you know, vibing, chilling. And all of a sudden, you see like a wave... Like, a wave of people just started running. And so we standing there like, man, what the hell going on with that? Wave of people started running. Then two seconds later, Miami Sheriff's Department or Florida, whatever, the Sheriff's Department, they started running, taking off towards where the crowd is running from. And I got handed to them. The they, they, police was on top of it. It was like it was waiting for some shit to pop off. You know, Ever since the, uh, I'm pretty sure ever since the Vegas thing, you know, and rightfully so, police is on it. So anyway, they started running down there. Long story short, ends up not being an active shooter, but that's what they responded to it like. I don't know who yelled it out, but, you know, come to find out folks was getting trampled. You know, people had to go to the hospital, you know, and, you know little a little medics on site. It was a bad look. It was a bad look. And I think that happened again on Saturday. It wasn't, you know, to the degree as the one. Yeah, it was on Friday. It didn't happen. It happened again on Saturday, but it wasn't to that degree. But, bro, y'all, what's who Who fakes an active shooter? Is this the old man to me coming out? Is it, you know, if you 21, let me know if it's cool to just shout out fake shooter when you're in a crowd of people. Maybe I'm out of touch, you know. But, come on now. That shit... Or I'm saying that shit lame. That shit lame. But you know. Other than that. You know Miami was dope. It rained a little bit. Ate some good food. Went to the beach. Beach was always cool. You know got some good drone footage. That's going to be up a little later. But you know. Other than that. You know it was, it was fine. It was fine. And that was the. You know that was the last place I went. That was what. Early May. Last place I went. Looking forward to. You know, transition out of that. Looking forward to uh, going to Mexico at the end of July into uh, into August. However, in Mexico, I will I will be staying at an all inclusive resort. So y'all, you know, y'all keep me uplifted in prayer. Hopefully, I don't get none of the liquor with the shenanigans. I might just not I might just not drink nothing. I'm just be diet diet Sprite. Just sprite zero the whole time I'm there. Sprite zero and tacos. That's all I'm eating. You know, cause I ain't got time to, to not come back. I got shit to do when I get back. I can't be doing that, man. Can't be doing it. But yo, look. I'ma talk to y'all, you know, next week. Got some more stuff coming up. I promise it won't be I keep saying that, but I I'm I'm dead serious this time. I'm I'm dead the fuck serious this time. It ain't going to be, you know, no super uh, crazy long wait in between episodes. But, you know, I appreciate y'all for uh, for sticking in there with me. I'm going to talk to y'all a little later. All right. <laughs> Start it on me, start